All right, welcome to The Light Angle. This is episode one. Today is our first episode, so we're just going to go over a little bit about ourselves, a little introduction. Uh, so without any more rambling, I'll just hand it over to Kenny. I'm Jack, by the way. What's <laughs> up, brother Jack? Hey, everybody. My name is Kenny Morgan, and uh, welcome to The Light Angle Podcast with my brother Jack. So just uh, tell a little bit about myself. I was born in Key West, Florida, traveled the East Coast uh, due to my dad was in the military, and we settled in the beautiful downtown of Bladensburg, just outside of Washington, D.C. <clears throat> so uh, God did bless me with growing up with my wife, April. Uh, she lived right behind me. And I've uh, known her since she was five years old. We started dating when she was 13 and got married when she's, she turned 18. <clears throat> so we grew up in a neighborhood that uh, wasn't that bad when we were young kids. But as we grew into teenagers, the uh, neighborhood started taking the turn for the worse. You know, there was a lot of drug activity and gang shootouts stabbings fights you know etc you name it <clears throat> but once we got married uh we built a house down in lusby maryland located calvert county about 60 miles south of dc and uh once we moved in the house you know we started planning to have kids and in 96 god blessed us with our first son and and then uh our second son in 98 and then uh i did not grow up in church uh, which uh, both of my parents claimed to be Catholic, but uh, we never went to church. And uh, when I was 12, a buddy of mine was going to church. He invited me. I went, and honestly, that's when uh, God was first introduced to me. And honestly, uh, I only went a couple times and uh, had a lot of questions. <clears throat> but I did start praying every night, so that was a good thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, once we uh, started having kids, I decided I needed to make a change and you know get back in uh, into the church. So. Uh, Started going to a Southern Baptist church, and at the time, I didn't know anything different between denominations or anything, so I just, I always heard about Baptist church. We went there and stayed for about two, three years. Both in April were baptized uh, there, July of 96, and uh, honestly, I was, you know, uh, when you get baptized, when you first come to the Lord, people talk about, uh, you get that overwhelming feeling, you feel the Holy Spirit taking over, and that changed well if God's talking to you well I didn't hear any of that so <laughs> I mean I don't know what all that was about but uh I mean sometimes maybe just look, don't take the first time I don't know but yeah. um but it was good I didn't uh so I just figured we uh it was just time to go I couldn't do anymore so it was kind of that honestly that church was kind of older um and uh felt too clicky for me so I just wanted to uh you know get out of there as fast as I could yeah, those old those uh, older traditional churches can uh, be a little little like that. Yeah, yeah. and they're uh, honestly, it's a little they're a little felt judgmental a little bit too there. You yeah. know, because you had to dress up. I'm not a, I'm not a dress <laughs> up. I'm, I'm sitting here in a hoodie and a pair of ripped up jeans. So it's uh, just not my you know God. Got, <laughs> you know Jesus walked. He's walking around in sandals and a, uh, <laughs> a robe. Know, robe. You know. Yeah. So I don't think we need to dress up. But anyway, so at the age of 36, man. Uh, I found the Lord uh, again, and uh, this time I think it was for real. We met an awesome Christian company, I mean, Christian family, uh, <laughs> while we were camping down the Outer Banks and uh, built a real good, tight bond with his family. April was going through some uh, things with uh, allergies and asthma, and, and uh, they, they saw me sitting there uh, by myself a lot at the campfire, so they kind of invited us over, and uh, we just bonded, man. And then... Um, uh, over the years, we did some Bible study. We, we kept camping for like seven years together and then did multiple Bible studies. And then he uh, invited me and sponsored me to this thing called Walk to Emmaus that's in Ohio, mm -hmm. uh, where you spend like 72 hours with the Lord and find yourself uh, 
uh, on a journey, start your journey with him. And uh, so yeah, the first day that you're there, it was like uh, you couldn't even talk to anybody. So, and honestly, I was like, what am I doing here? I mean, this is like, can't <laughs> talk to nobody, and I'm a talker. So I was like, yeah. it was just, every, every time I try to say something, people will shush me. But um, <laughs> but it's weird, you know, but I worked through it, gave it some time. And then the first morning, uh, we were placed in like five teams, and then that's where the brotherhood began, you know, because everybody's on their own different walk in life, do different things. And that was a cool thing about that uh, was when you went there, uh, the five people that you're there, you cannot say what you do for a living. Really? Or who you are. You can't say you're a pastor or you you can't say you're a homeless guy. Yeah. Is that you know, to keep everyone on the same level? On the same level. Okay. So that way you don't feel that you have to lift yourself up to somebody else's level or whatever, yeah. you know. So I thought that was pretty cool the yeah, way they did that. Um, and then um, and then that day, by Saturday, day two, man, I, I, I stood up at the pulpit and uh, they gave you a piece of bread that you could use as a symbol to pray over and uh, and throw it into a basket. And then when I did that, Oh, man, God changed my life because uh, he moved from my head, my brain, knowing God, into my heart, yeah. loving God. And I just totally lost him, man, for two weeks. <laughs> two, right. two weeks, I was crying, like, every every day. And I get home, and I tell my wife I'm sponsoring you to go. And she's like, well, look what I did to you. I, ain't, I don't want to go crying for two weeks. But she ended up going. And, uh, and then uh, when she got back, you know, I feel God was it, – it was just awesome. It was just Life, amazing life-changing event, and I feel God was allowing me to go through life situations to prepare me for my Christian journey. Like when I left home, you know, and then because when we got back home, we started. Well, I say we started, but God started mm. a ministry. You know, you know, it's called you know Helping Hands of Calvary, which is a <clears throat> ministry that helps the homeless community and building bridges between local uh, churches and. In local community and uh so we started we started with a food trailer and taking food to the street and building relationships with the homeless community and once we built relationships we were able to help them with addictions and housing and social security and disability and goals and employment and then the church we were started going to a new life uh they gave us a house so we turned it into a house of hope which is a men's transitional home uh, to allow men to get back on their feet and and back in the real world, which uh, you, Jack, and your lovely wife have uh, taken over for us now and doing an awesome job, man. It's because uh, you have experience in that. And uh, and I felt bad because I wasn't able to get there as much as I could. And uh, you guys are knocking it out the park down there. Thank you, sir. So, you know, God gave us two. two this is what this is the, the coolest thing about the laws that I feel <clears throat> that God gave us. Is the first two are so simple. We just you know, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then love your neighbor. So, you know, if, if, the, if the world could only push their pride away and follow these two simple laws, which we, we, would, we would live in a much, a much better world. Yes. And um, so, you love, um, so, yes, it took about 36 years. And it's, uh, Pastor Curtis, I used to say this to him all the time. So, Curtis, you know, I used to be mad. Why take 36 years for God to get to me? <laughs> right. You know, but I'm here. And then I wish you would have grabbed me earlier in life. But. I think there's a, he takes you on journeys for a reason, and he, he, pre- yeah. he prepares you for your for what he wants you to do when you when you're ready to go all in for him. Right. So. Yeah, he's got work for us. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and basically he allowed me to go through stuff just to get I think street smart. Yeah. You know, because uh, that's on our that's that's what we enjoy doing is helping out with the, the homeless community, and you know I'm not going to save all of them. Uh, we yeah. can't save all of them. You know, not all of them want to be saved. Right. 
Well, that's, that's, that's the key is we, we're not, you know, we're not supposed to live with the world, but we have to understand the world in order to reach it. Yeah. You know, so he puts yeah. us through some stuff in order to get those experiences. Yep. And I think when you came up with this uh, podcast idea, and this was, this kind of blew me away, man, because I was looking for something to uh, spark another fire in me to get me going out here. And I think uh, this is an awesome idea to where you and I can come together and just talk about you know, things in the world and put our little Christian spin on it. And, yeah. and uh, hopefully we can reach out, reach more people. Honestly, we're already doing it. Now we're just doing it and sharing it with others. That's so, true. Yeah, that's yep. true. Um, I think that's uh, pretty much it for me. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, that's really, I guess I got all I have right now for myself. You know, I'm just, yeah. uh, so I, got, I, got, I do have a grandbaby, got a granddaughter. She's two years old. She's uh, She's got me twisted around her, you know, her fingers. And I got another grandbaby on the way. Jack, you got, what, four? Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. So we're well, I think we're well-rounded here is what I'm getting. We're not too old. We're not too right. uh, young. We're, we're right there in the middle, and we've come from different backgrounds, but we feel this, we have some same opinions on things. And, uh, yeah. It's so awesome. It's funny. I didn't know you were 36 when you did the Emmaus Walk and you know, really had that you know, life-changing experience. Mm-hmm. So I was roughly around the same age when I kind of had mine. Oh, really? So, yeah. But I'll get into it. So... Again, my name's Jack, and uh, you know a little bit about me. So I was born in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and uh, I was you know raised Lutheran. Uh, we grew up you know throughout my youth uh, in northern Wisconsin, about an hour north of Green Bay. And uh, like I said, we grew up you know Lutheran. That was that was church. That's mm-hmm. what we knew, and it was you know show up on Sunday. You did not have to get dressed up, but uh, church and Sunday school and catechism, they were all parts of life. And that's, you know, what my brother and I did. Uh, That's the only sibling I had growing up is my little brother. And then, um, you know, so there's nothing wrong with, you know, (laughs) Lutherans or anything like that. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a Christian denomination and uh, it's, it's a little more, well, a lot more laid back than like Catholicism and stuff like that. Um, but you know, it wasn't, you know, life changing. It was something you did, something you knew, you prayed all the time. You knew who God was, Mm -hmm. you knew who Jesus was, but you, it wasn't really pressed to have that close one on one relationship with your creator. Um, so, I mean, and that was something that wasn't really talked about. I mean, wasn't really understood. At least maybe it was, and I just wasn't paying attention, which is also likely. So, (laughs) (laughs) so growing up, I did, you know, what young men do and I partied and had a good time. And, uh, right out of high school, I joined the Navy and, uh, shortly, well, a few years into the Navy, I met my wife and my future two kids. Uh, little after that, we had another um, but we got married and, uh, once I joined the Navy, you know, church wasn't really, it was something I knew was around, but not definitely nothing, nothing little, I participated in. It's a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. A little harder. We we're, we we're busy. I was gone a lot. Um, but our family started and it wasn't until probably 10 years in the military that my wife and I actually started having conversations about going back to church, finding a church. Uh, and it was in, uh, I think when we were stationed up in Massachusetts, we actually started going to some non-denominational Christian churches and started making, you know, regular Sunday appearances at church and going back into it. And it was good. It was, you know, it, it gave, gave us that fix, you know, that, all right, we're in church again, we're doing something good, right. you know. 
uh, but still no real actual personal relationship with Jesus. Um, so well, back then you didn't have uh, like well you didn't have church online. <laughs> like now, like yeah, like they have now. So exactly, there. Yeah, there was no online church or anything like that. It was it was Sunday, but I I do believe that there was still more I could have done maybe uh, at that time. But anywho, uh, neither here nor there. So fast forward another ten years, and I'm retiring from the Navy. Uh, Thank you for your service, brother. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Um, and you know, you do something for a long period of time, and then you all of a sudden one day stop doing it. Uh, you're left with a hole. Whether you liked what was filling that hole or not, there's still a hole there. Mm -hmm. So when I retired from the Navy, um, I had lost my sense of purpose, my sense of drive. And it was right around that same time where I was, uh, I actually uh, found New Life Church. Uh, they had just opened the doors uh, not too far from us, and we had never heard them before. We didn't know that they were actually a church of many campuses, you know, mm -hmm. or anything like that. So. We started going to New Life, and uh, we started meeting some of the people there. And uh, that's really when I found my purpose. I, I you know, it was at an age where most people know what they're doing with their lives. I was at an age where I should have, but I had no idea what I was doing with my life. Uh, you know, the Navy was in the past, and I was moving forward, but I had no direction in what that forward was looking like. Uh, so... Attending New Life, actually seeing what serving was, actually seeing what a church family was, I started better understanding, you know, who Jesus was, uh, who my creator is, and, you know, that they actually know who I am. Mm -hmm. um, and they actually love me. They see me on a level that I never even thought of was possible. Right. And so I started, you know, getting more involved with the church uh, during that time frame, getting my family more involved uh, to the point where we are today, where... You know, I'm working with you on, you know, helping out the community, different, you know, demographics, along with, you know, actually hosting Bible studies with you, mm -hmm. uh, alternating and doing more stuff with the church family and with the community. Um, and it's, it is my purpose. That is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, like you were saying with this podcast, you know, a few months ago, it was nothing more than, you know, a campfire conversation, you know, and kind of joking about it. Like, hey, well, you know, we'll do a podcast. We'll get some <laughs> microphones and we'll, we'll, we'll say some stuff. Um, but that thought never went away. It started as a joke and it seemed as though uh, God was pressing it upon me to actually do it. And it became something where, you know, I was thinking about doing it to about a month ago. I had to do it. There was no option. There was an opportunity here for me to reach more people with the gospel, with the good news. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, what brought us to where we are right now, yep. talking to these people. And so you're, you're probably, if you're listening to this, you're like, okay, what did I just, what did I just turn into? Cause <laughs> all they did was tell me that the name of the show is the light angle and they both introduced themselves, but I have no idea what the purpose of this is. So the purpose of the light angle is to basically for Kenny and I to discuss what's going on in the world. Um, and, you know, first and foremost, it's important to understand that, yes, while we are Christians and this is going to be a pretty heavy, you know, topic talked about Christ, um, we encourage everyone from every walk of life to listen to what we have to say because what we're trying to say um, is about the good of the community, about right. the good of every community. Right. Um, there's a lot of bad stuff happening in the world. There's a lot of stuff going on. And while a lot of it is thrown at us and is negative, 
uh, I believe, and Kenny believes too, that uh, there is always a positive spin. And even if there isn't in the words and what we're looking at, there is a way we can change it and make it positive. Exactly. Reshape it. Exactly. We have the opportunity, and not just me and Kenny, but everyone listening to this has the opportunity to change the community. Uh, and that's another reason why, you know, I am so on fire, you know, for Christ and following his footsteps is because I used to be very, very good at pointing fingers and, you know, blaming the rest of the world for the way it is and not looking back at myself. Now I see myself as someone who has the ability to not change the world, but to put forward change in other people. You know, it just takes one person to catch on fire, to want to change, to do good, to spread that. Right. You know, um, and it's, you know, that's pride. And we, yeah. all, and we all have that. I was the same way. Pride gets in our own way. And as soon as we get our pride out of our way and home of ourselves, <clears throat> that's when you can move on and help the community. Exactly. And, and that's what we that's what we want to do. So you're now thinking, well, how are you going to help the community, Jack? So what we're going to do is <laughs> we're actually going to, you know, look at news. Uh, you know, each week, Kenny and I are going to bring a few topics. It might be politics. It might be COVID. It might be something from the news or a topic that's interesting to us. Uh, we're going to bring it and we're going to talk about it. And we're going to look at it in the eyes of a Christian in the eyes of people who want to see a negative thing and try to turn it into something good or at least view it into an opportunity to do good. So that's what this is about. We're going to talk a little news. We're going to talk funny stuff. We're going to yeah. going to do the best we can not to mess this up. But, you know, we're probably going to make some mistakes. Amen. We're yeah. Christians, but we're human too. That's so. right. That's <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we, we, we sin just like everybody else. Sinners yeah. are Christians. Did you all know that? <laughs> I don't think a lot of people do. No. Sinners saved by grace. That's right. That is right. So there are, so as I've already said a few times now, I'm going to keep on saying that our name is the Light Angle. And so this is, this is kind of interesting. So today... I get a I get a daily email, you know, for devotions and stuff like that from different pastors and stuff. Uh, but I also get one from Bible study tools. And so Bible study tools is cool. And, you know, we are in, in no way affiliated with them. It's just a great resource for, you know, getting some Christian food every morning. Right. Um, so I get their stuff. And today's email was, hold on, hold on, hold on to your pants here, Kenny. <laughs> How are Christians uniquely able to shine light in difficult times? Oh my goodness, that that that's us. That's what yeah, we're trying to do. Right. Shine light. So I'm just I'm not gonna read through this all and bore everybody. I'm just gonna go over the the top ones, you know. Mm-hmm. So number one, because we know that this is not how God created it to be. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So in Genesis one thirty one, it says God saw all that he had made and it was very good. Mm. So that's, uh, he's talking about us. Right. That's good stuff. Yep. Uh, number two, because we know that difficulties are part of the fallen, sinful world. Mm-hmm. Uh, in John sixteen thirty three, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. <laughs> Uh, number three, because we have a God who entered into our world and personally knows the human experience of suffering. Isaiah 53, verse 3, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acqu- acquainted with grief. 
And as one from when men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Uh, Number four, because we know that God uses difficult times for our good. James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its works, that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Let's just piggyback on that real quick, Jack. Yeah. You know, people, uh, <clears throat> people, when you go through trials and tribulations, people want to just get at praying, ask God to pull them right out of it. Yep. Well, that, that doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't teach you anything. So God will pull you through it, but not out of it sometimes, to teach you a lesson. And right. You may not know what that lesson is yet, but uh, at the end you will. Yeah, you know, sometimes so. it's going to hurt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look what he did. He hurt a lot. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. All right, and then the last one uh, I'm going to cover is number five, because we have assurance that God will deliver us. Uh, and it is Psalm 108, 12 through 13. For human help is worthless. With God, we will gain the victory. Mm. Yeah. So I just thought that was kind of neat. Uh, that was that was my email this morning on the day that, you know, we decided we were going to actually sit down and start this thing. So I thought that was kind of cool. That was I'm not going to say it was a sign or anything, but I think, you know, it was an opportunity for me to talk a little bit longer about on, you know, how yeah. good God is. So And it's just awesome to be able to use technology. I mean, not only do you send that, get that email right there, but you send out uh, over text messages every morning as well, which yeah. then gets shared to multiple people after that. So yep. it's my copy and paste it and send it on mine. And then it gets sent to somewhere else. So it's, it's, Using technology is is a great thing to get the good news out there. So that's right. And then this is just going to piggyback on that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that that's you know that's what it's all about. We got to yeah. share the message. Yeah. Um. So also, I just want to uh, put out there for everyone. So we do encourage. Well, right now we encourage because we haven't gotten any negative stuff. But we, <laughs> we encourage emails and comments. Please, uh, you know, let us know what you think. If you know we're off the mark or anything, we'd love to talk about it. And if you want us to share something with. Uh, you know, on the next week's, you know, show, uh, we'd be more than happy to do that. So our email is angle, the light at gmail.com. That's angle, the light, A N G L E T H E L I G H T at gmail.com. So feel free to email us. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be more than happy to answer questions. If you have any, you know, talk about concerns you might have, um, you know, if, and you know, well, this is just our first episode, give us time. Right. We will uh, probably say something that will offend yeah. someone. Yeah. <laughs> Show us some grace people, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, um, but yeah, that's, uh, in a nutshell, that's who we are. Uh, and that is, you know, what we are, you know, trying to do with this show. And, you know, I hope, you know, that we're able to reach some people and, uh, you know, share the good news of Christ because, yeah. you know, where we are right now in the world, uh, we need a little bit of good news. Amen. So, I'm good. I think I'm, I'm good. I'm good I think too. that was a very good uh, intro. So, okay. thank you, sir. Well, let me uh, let me pray us out. Okay. All right, Father God, we love you. Thank you so much for the blessings we have received. Thank you for all that you brought us through. Thank you for providing us the opportunity to share your word with others. I ask God that your word will flow through us and you will get Jack and Kenny out of the way. I pray that you continue to bless us indeed. Please enlarge our territory and keep us from evil and temptation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, that is it for episode one. We will talk to you later. 
with some topics and some stuff and yeah all right bye Bye guys take care (laughs)